Welcome back to Arts Across NC, a podcast by and about the North Carolina Arts Council. Last week, architect Phil Freelon was recognized in downtown Raleigh with the North Carolina Award, the highest civilian honor given by the state. Phil is known across the country for his work as an architect, probably best so for his work leading the design team for the Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture. He and his wife, jazz vocalist Nina Freelon, raised their family in downtown Durham. And late last summer, I interviewed Phil and his son Pierce, a musician, professor, and most recently mayoral candidate for the city of Durham for our 50 for 50 project. We covered a lot of ground in our conversation, and you can find it in its full at ncarts50.org, but I want to take you to a special part of it for the show today. Creativity is at the heart of this family, and it has been for generations. I asked Phil and Pierce to both share their earliest memories of creativity and then to reflect on what each of them has taught the other about art and life. Here's that story. Earliest memories of creativity would probably be conducting Twimmins and Women's. Now, Twimmins and Women's (laughs) was a play that I dreamed up about a kid who was in a tree and then lightning struck and he jumped down and there was other things happening. And now, uh, say how old you were when you. Well, I must have been. I must have been three. Well, yeah, you were very young. Yeah, maybe three or four, and uh, you know, I remember, I remember flicking the light switch on and off to create the lightning effect and uh, assembling the family in for this theatrical production. And directing us. And directing, yeah, they were in the play. <laughs> so uh, I don't know that I would have called that creativity at the time, but later in life, I think I began to realize that was a creative expression. Very creative. Yeah, and that became, um, but you know, I say that to say it was very much just a part of our household, Um, you know, as as much as playing basketball in the yard or doing anything else, it was just, it was part of the fabric of our upbringing. Mm -hmm. Well, it's very similar for me. Uh, Arts were part of the daily conversation and activities uh, when I grew up um, in Philadelphia. Although my parents um, were not directly involved in the arts. If you skip a generation and go to my grandfather, he was a painter of some note during the Harlem Renaissance period. And and I particularly remember uh, a moment when I was uh, six or perhaps seven talking with my grandfather who uh, had taken me for a walk through the woods, which we, which we do a lot in our family even now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it was just him and me, we, the two of us, and he asked me to sit down and, and just sort of be quiet, close my eyes and listen to the environment. And, and it was my first memory of, of being aware of my surroundings in, in sort of a conscious way, which I think as a professional uh, you know, designer and architect, that's what I do for a living now. So. It's almost like a direct con- connection back to my childhood. And of course, all, th- all throughout in, in um, you know, elementary school, middle school, and high school, I was into uh, the visual arts, and uh, very much so. There are many things that I learned from my father. The one that I'll give is chess. And I feel like chess is a good metaphor for how you uh, approach things Mm -hmm. with uh, foresight and just kind of 
thoughtful, methodical, precision. I'm more impulsive. And uh, I've, I mean, we've been playing chess for 30 years and I've only beat my dad once. And the time that I beat him, I w was so like, it was like, mm, like <laughs> I was paying so much attention and I was kind of visualizing several moves ahead. Good, yeah. And it was, it was interesting because I, that was the only time, the first and only time I've ever been able to do that. Um, but I do think there are aspects of that that have influenced my creative entrepreneurship, I guess, or like the business side of creativity. So dad is also a businessman. And so you, you're, he's not just in the office all day making sketches and, you know, <laughs> doing the fun stuff. He's also owns the building and cuts the check. My observing you has always has, has included that. Well, I've learned a lot from Pierce, aside from the arts. Uh, he's taught me patience. <laughs> <laughs> he was a rambunctious youngster. And, uh, <laughs> we had a lot of fun together. Uh, and just watching him and how he um, engages young people is really inspirational. Um, and from the time he was small, he, you know, being the youngest of three in our family, whenever there was someone younger still, you know, he, I think he, he felt like he wanted to be an example and a leader for them. And so that's been in him from a very small age. My father was, was in sales and marketing, so he, he had the personality and the outgoing, not, not that I, I don't uh, engage people that way, but it, it was very natural to him as it is for Pierce to, um, to have that charisma. And I remember looking up at my dad thinking, gosh, am I ever gonna be able to communicate with people like that? You know, <laughs> he, said, he said, of course you will, don't even worry about it. And so um, a lot of my job is convincing clients that they ought to hire me and us to, to do these incredible things. You know? and, and most of the time, you know, when, we're, when we're seeking work, the client, whether it's an institution or an individual or a CEO, you know, they're about to expend you know, more financial resources than any other time in their lives. And so you have to kind of garner that confidence and build a relationship. And I, I learned that from my dad, and I see uh, you know, similarities in, in Pierce's personality where, where folks are, are drawn to him, and um, they can see the integrity, and they can see the energy. It's an aura, and that's something that uh, you know, I, I learned from and I've, I've observed it, you know, two, the two generations on either side of me. Mm. You know, I came up with, uh, surrounded by beauty and love. And, uh, you know, both my parents, my grandparents, I've, I've been really lucky um, to have been surrounded by people who love me unconditionally. And uh, I think, uh, you can't say it's a human right, but it should be, yeah. <laughs> you know. It certainly should be. And uh, what I do as an artist, I think um, my art is a performance. It's a manifestation of that love. If I had a superpower, it would be I have an overabundance of love to give uh, and to share through my art and through, I feel like that's one of my part of my purpose on this planet. Yeah. It's not like I have a, an unusual capacity for it just out of nowhere. It's because I was filled with it. You know, I'm, there's an abundance here, <laughs> you know. So I'm more than happy to pay that forward. Well, I love what you said about love. And the, because the more you give, the more there is. Mm -hmm. It isn't, you know, a finite 
thing, and uh, and that's what Pierce does. I mean, it's just it multiplies out and uh, ripples throughout the community and beyond. It's just incredible. We're so proud. I think everyone has their own superpower, and our purpose on this planet is to identify what it is and to manifest it in its fullness mm -hmm. while you're here. I think that's something my dad has done. I mean, Da Vinci, Imhotep, Phil Freelon, you know? <laughs> like, okay, maybe that sounds a little extreme. You know, Imhotep did the pyramids in Egypt, but damn it, the Smithsonian Museum the National Museum of African American History and Culture will be around for centuries, and it is in the most powerful country in the world, the, the landmark that is the birthright of black people in this country. That's huge. That's absolutely huge. And uh, it's as, as significant for Americans as the Louvre is in France or any, you know, any other structure of uh, social, cultural significance. Thank you for listening to Arts Across NC, a podcast by and about the North Carolina Arts Council. If you enjoyed this conversation, give us a rating on iTunes. And if you want to hear from other North Carolina artists like David Sedaris, the Duffer Brothers, or Vivian Howard, visit ncarts50.org. We've got those 50 for 50 conversations up now. Arts Across NC is hosted and produced by me, Sandra Davidson, and it features original music by Phil Cook. Keep up with the Arts Council by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll be back soon with a new show.